Hello and welcome to the Casually Hardcore Podcast. My name is Brian and joining me as my co-host, the mo-host, is Chris and special guest today. You guys know him, you love him. If you go follow him, be sure to click on his links in the description of this podcast. we got Larry Zar coming back on the show. Larry, it's been a long time since you and I have had the chance to collab and in yeah. said time... We've got Endwalker, we've got Summoner Rumors, we've got so much oh. juicy stuff to talk about today. But before we mm-hmm. dive into this show, why don't you just like introduce yourself for anybody who might not know who you are, uh, and let's just get into it. So, uh, Welcome back, Larry. Hi, well, glad to be here. Uh, I'm Larry. I make videos, per particularly dumb videos on YouTube. Uh, I am also work on a game on the side, and I, I'm... Um, play lots of final fantasy 14 when i can and that's uh, what i do and uh i'm very as a as a programmer myself i'm very curious as to that so actually i have that as uh, kind of our third topic so our first time we're oh, going to focus okay. in on Endwalker. second topic we're going to probably dive a little bit into summoner scholar we both share a connection at least with yeah. summoner in that regards and then finally i want to talk about like uh how gaming has impacted or development of uh programming gaming has like has it changed your view of 14 has it changed your view of video games in general mm. and just kind of that uh, as a, a complete mindset, but let's go ahead and dive into our first subject, Chris. I'm gonna kind of toss to you because it's really important uh, as a part of these clips. What do we have coming up on uh, the stream this special weekend? I knocked over my Heidel and Salt Shaker. Um, <laughs> so the uh, on Saturday the 22nd uh, at 8 p.m. CST, I am going to be going into Diamond EX and some portion of 9 through 12 Savage for the first time. Uh, many of you know that like I don't really have that story of a of a history with Savage and Extreme in 14, and I've had my reasons for not having done them this tier. But I was asked to come in and be one of the new people that could be carried through by veterans for raising money for uh, cancer coming off the soken announcement welcome back soken there's been a ffxiv beats cancer uh movement that's taken place faith temperance discord has organized a lot of this and so llama todd is has asked me to be somebody that he can carry through this stuff um and hopefully we can raise a little money along the way so i'm gonna be live 8 p.m there'll be links in the chat and stuff if you want to support it through that feel free to come hang out all right so we've got on that that's a big charity so uh, also really important especially after that announcement uh, Larry a question to you like uh how did, did you how would how did you take that that news because I didn't hear about it until the next day because I'm, oh, I'm a, thing? yeah Ooh, yeah I woke up to it so that was a really heavy-hearted thing to wake up to um so the all I heard first was was cancer and then I was like oh no yeah. so then I I read it I'm like oh okay it, at, at least it's in remission so at least the outlook is good and then what I ended up doing was watching the, the portion of, of the, uh, the live stream, mm-hmm. like the ending part there. And I watched that and that was just such a hard thing to watch that I was crying the whole way through like a little baby. Uh, and just, I have so much respect for him and really, I mean, describing like what he went through, like while, uh, you know, being in the hospital and mm-hmm. working on the songs and saying like how he worked on to the edge while in the hospital, it gave that song like a whole new meaning. Like if you go and look mm-hmm. at the lyrics now, it's like, oh my God, this is just my, f- probably my favorite song now in the whole game because of that. And it was already really good to me, but now it's definitely up there. And I'm just, I'm just really glad that he, that the outlook is looking good and hopefully it continues to be that way. The uh, the thing that moved me the most, I mean, like obviously that like what a nightmarish thing to be happening during COVID, you know, isolation. Nobody can really come visit you. Like there's like there's right. all these other and thens that it's hard to kind of even you know factor or compartmentalize just how nightmarish that must have been. Um, but then you also have Yoshi P breaking down. Just like that reminded me also yeah. of Yoshi P's 2.0 speech in ways like different kind con- you know different connection connotation, but just like the team it just for me it reaffirmed just how loving and connected in this team is working together for mm-hmm. us the, the the players but how like we f- we feed them and they feed us and it's just kind of this relationship we have and how this past year has been you know a struggle for everybody you know in that regard so it's it was kind of mm-hmm. it was uh, i'm really happy i i watched that privately i just kind of has that moment because i was like yeah like but it was it was hard to watch it was really really hard yeah. to watch and difficult but i want to i'm going to take that because it's important we kind of talk about the the event coming up this saturday and transition us into ideally something a little bit more exciting that we're all looking forward to larry 
the expansion has been announced. We've got uh, N Walker. Right. We've got the date. We've got the trailer. And honestly, we got the full trailer. I want to know your thoughts, man. Like you, we, I watched your reaction because that's your reaction is just priceless. Like I, there's, we hit Zeppelin, we hit you, we hit, uh, we did mm-hmm. uh, Night Sky Prince. We just went around the horn. It was like there was like I do a, that too. It was just a yeah. day. Like what do they see? Because like oh my gosh, and uh, and I and like how just walk me through like what you're feeling like, especially now it's mm-hmm. been a few days. Like where where do you fall with your your expansion hype and what and what are your plans then as a raider kind of transitioning that to go through this next six months before we even see a new raid introduced. Oh yeah, that's true. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Big questions here. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's very true actually. Um, so, I mean, in terms of hype, I, I don't think there's really ever going to, mm, this is hard to say, but I don't know if there's ever going to be another expansion that's this hype again, because it's hard to uh, it's hard to beat a story that's been building up for 10 years, right? And this is the culmination of all of that. Like, this is our Avengers Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this this is the end of a 10-year-long story. So, story-wise, it's super, super hype. Um, and it, really, it's going to be hard to beat that. So, I would say I, I'm about, like, about the same hype level-wise as I was for Shadowbringers. And that was already, like, peak level for me. So, <laughs> I'm a very excitable person. So... <laughs> I, I'll probably be just as excited for the next expansions too, but this one in particular, it's, yeah, it's pretty freaking awesome. Um, I mean, like going through the trailer, uh, like the beginning part, it's like, okay, yeah, here we go. It's the same kind of thing. Wait a minute, I could hear the, I could hear the lyrics, right? It's like, oh wait, now I actually know what they are instead of Silken just going, <laughs> right? He's just muffled singing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then the the tease for. Uh, for the reaper reveal like they're going to show the weapon and then they zoom out and then they're like psych here's thing crit that was a great Ryan was like three seconds ahead of me on the feed uh-huh. and he goes reaper and i thought i was like i was waiting for it and then it panned i was like you didn't see reaper i did too right. i did too you can see it on on the on his throne and it's so like when it yeah. comes up here naturally if you look on the bottom left it's you actually see the scythe now where the first yeah, you time you didn't like it's like so i was like they actually either hid that from the first one on purpose and people were still speculating and drawing and shaping but it's like i was like oh my gosh i see it and i watched yeah. everybody's and nobody else made that connection and i was like all right, you know, but then I missed the dragon. So like when we have uh, obviously uh, Estinian with the dragon, I was like, from oh, my yeah. mind, I was like, well, that doesn't necessarily look like Tamat, but I'm like, I'm not connecting another <laughs> first brood because we've already seen from a hype trailer before that they messed up the dragons back in Heaven's Word. It wasn't. Yeah, they used. Yeah, they used. Uh, Restor- instead, right? yeah. yeah, instead of Nidhogg. <laughs> right, exactly. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, we all have a drawer of dragons. We just reach in. <laughs> we've all worn socks noodle. that don't match right <laughs> i mean when i when, when it first showed it i was like immediately i was like oh he's on tiamat and then it showed mm-hmm. the teeth and stuff i'm like oh that's not tiamat right. who is it and he says the name he says it's retra but Vitra. i didn't hear it because we're all screaming yeah so <laughs> i didn't hear him <laughs> there was almost something more special about getting to go watch people's reactions um because had we been there at least among like the NA people, yeah. um, you know, at least among like creators, those were all pretty well documented, right? Because we all were, were hitting record. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like you were sitting behind me at my first fan fest. So like I got to hear you laugh. That's not nearly as special as like getting to go back and hear your reaction independent of mine and getting to go back and watching like Zeppelo like lose it, which she yeah. would have been at EU. So maybe I would have gotten to see that. But what are the odds they like zoomed in on her face? There was something really special about that that kind of made up for at FanFest, you're in the room and there's a good chance that people, you know, a few rows back are complete strangers you'll never interact with. And you get mm. to hear them cheer. And so that was taken away. And so the reactions being posted was like, the next best thing yes yeah definitely and you you, like it's kind of the same thing with the media tour with the Mm -hmm. job action reveal right like that the energy in that room was amazing and it's like like you can't compete with that really like we were all fine larry was losing it (laughs) 
I remember, I remember when, um, I remember hearing shouting. Yeah. There was a lot of shouting, but I remember, I think something with gunbreaker happened and, and Mary right next to me, he just goes, get the out of here. I'm like, (laughs) when they announced the Mac, uh, support going to 64 bit and Chris goes, yeah, it was like, it goes to be the only one look around and, and, uh, and afterwards somebody from Yoshi P's team go over and goes, because he whispered something and they go, he just wanted to say thank you personally because that was a lot of work and he didn't think a single person in the community would be thankful. And so like, like I was the, like, we got one. We got, we got one. one. We got one. It's exciting. Oh, it's, it's, it's just like how Work to Game got started. It's like, oh, you want you need a guide, Larry? Okay. Hey, yeah. Larry, here's how you set up a, uh, this on the controller. Oh, other people apparently find value in that. Like, oh, my goodness. Right. Yeah, it's that's exactly awesome. right. I'm the only Mac player that's ever existed. <laughs> Oh my yeah, everybody else is just like, okay, <laughs> that's nice. So and then that and um, the the paladin with the paladin gap closer, like yeah. all it does is just zoom in on paladin. Everybody's kind of quiet. Immediately does the gap closer, and everybody in the room just starts screaming. It's 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 something so simple, but everybody was just screaming. We were wanting so it. We wanted it for a long time. We wanted that, yeah. that gap closer because it was especially in uh, Stormblood. It was the only tank because we didn't have Gunbreaker then either. But it was like. And here's your tank that you're just literally going to be running up to them. You're always right. running, you know, can't, can't do nothing about it. And I was, I was hopeful. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was still, I'm happy they got it, but I was hoping that there would be something where they toss their shield and kind of teleport to it. Like, uh, like obviously uh, for 15, but that would, I probably would have been a little bit like, I wanted crazy. to ride it like a sled, and, like <laughs> toss it down like a surfboard and just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you do. Yeah. So beyond obviously like the fact is that we got uh we'll come back to the uh kind of the summer gap but what do you think about Reaper? Like uh were you in the mm. pro Reaper camp because we didn't get a collab before this but I know there was a lot of people where I, most people I talked to were pro Reaper but there was an offset of uh, Templar or Temple Nine and that like people had like different theories. Yeah. I, there is a, a a persistent one of the things I, I you know I the the Geomancer crew is still out there somewhere like trying to find any thread that that job's coming but where where do uh-huh. you fall with Reaper? Um, so I had before any of this stuff came out, I had made like a joke, um, like predictions video for 6.0. And I was like, it's going to be necromancer. Like this was before he even showed like the scythe stuff, right? Like before that, before that first, um, media stuff that we got. Right. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's going to be necromancer. Like just as a complete joke, as in something I never thought we would ever possibly remotely even get. And then it was a scythe. Like he revealed that it was going to be a scythe. And I'm like, wait, Oh, it, it, it could actually be necromancer now <laughs> so i was like i was definitely on the boat of it being a scythe right like 100 percent uses a scythe based off of his t-shirts maybe that was too easy but it ended up being right and actually it ended up being right even by the fact that his t-shirts were reapers mm-hmm. so even more so right um but i was definitely on the on the side of it being either necromancer or reaper um, and I'm glad it went with Reaper. I really like that name instead of Necromancer. So it's because it's kind of that same kind of aesthetic ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So it's like if they, um, they, they would have to like it, you could think of it in a way with Necromancer because they reveal right here. You've got the the avatar they're calling it. It's like, oh, man, yeah. like, is it I w- when they showed this? I was like, is it a Necromancer? Because they reveal Reaper at the at the end, like they're going to show you some right. of the gameplay. And he showed you the psych. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, I was thinking more like. But then it, it's semi-pet, you know, it's not real pet, you know, class, not real pet job. It has something. It's the perfect way to be a pet, mm-hmm. really. It's yeah. the perfect way to do it in this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In this game. It's like, oh man. And it's so cool. The visual aspects of the slashes. So the Reaper's got that kind of teal green and then yeah. uh, your avatar's got the red and then you absorb your avatar. And then all of a sudden you have this like blood just curdling like slashes. It just <laughs> looks so empowerful. Go ahead. It is too cool it's too cool it's like unfair to every other job in the game because it looks the aesthetic on it is too good so they're going to be it's going to have an absurd amount of people playing it especially Mm -hmm. when it comes out of course but even later i think it's going to end up being like one of the most played jobs by far and i think Mm -hmm. this is also going to be the job that is going to make people even want to just play the game right i mean it's 
super edgy. You just got to have a super duper crazy edgy job. And that's the one that's going to get people to play the game. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm saying <laughs> just in stats alone from from guides and things like that is that if nothing else, the uh, Endwalker uh, trailer and all that has served as a uh, as a driving factor of people to either come back to the game or or consider it for the first time. And Reaper alone, I would credit a lot of that too. I think Reaper is an aesthetic yeah. that people want to go and check out. It looks... Let's uh, just put it in every thumbnail between now and Endwalker. It's all Every Reapers. single yeah. one is just Reapers. How to play Scholar, Reaper. Yeah. Every <laughs> thumbnail will be Reaper. Reaper. Reapers all the way down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not even joking that you're probably onto something there. <laughs> so... What's your final fa- what's your final fantasy 14 tier list? Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> all the way at the top. All the way at the well, where, what, what about Sage? It's now a Reaper. It's <laughs> Oh man, that'd yeah. be and so the fact, crazy. The fact that also that aesthetic and the fact that it uses Dragoon gear, which historically mm-hmm. has usually been top tier glamour wise as well. Dragoon always has really good glamour sets going on. So it's just it's just top tier in in all aspects really um and yeah like the animations look freaking like super smooth and fluid it's just everything about it is just really cool looking i'm what i'm just wondering about and i don't think they necessarily think about meta in the way that like a lot of like raiders and stuff like endgame people do they don't really think of it in that way they think of it more of like how it fits in to be able to for everybody to play right like mm-hmm. for it to do all kind of content so they have to think of it in a certain degree. So I'm just wondering where it's going to fit in terms of like um, the DPS scale of like, I'm thinking it'll be kind of similar to Dragoon DPS range. Like mm-hmm. it can't be top DPS because that's what Samurai already does, right? Well, they already, it, it they should, already have that. being that it's, it shares Dragoon gear, though, it should have a little bit higher level of survivability, I would assume. Because uh, yeah. Dragoon gear is a little bit more plated based, so it has a little bit more, even though we, you know, we laugh about four tanks. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, like it should have a incre- little increased survivability. The question then comes into is that does it have any utility whatsoever or not? Right. Dragoon has right. the ability to buff the party. Like, is that sacrifice for more just personal damage with the Reaper themselves? Or are they just like, sorry, guys, I'm here to just like shred things and and, you know, and I don't know, eat some smoked chicken. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like aesthetically, you would think it would be like it, it looks like what a selfish DPS looks like to me. But if if the damage is lower than Samurai, then it must have some kind of utility. Like it must do something mm-hmm. to help. So it's like, okay, what kind of utility would they give it that would aesthetically fit? What about a raise? And yeah, that was my first idea. I was like, what about a raise? But it does something different. Like, what if it's like, what what if uh, you have like a re-raise? Like you give it to somebody and it has a buff on there and it lasts like thirty seconds. And if you die within those thirty seconds, you get raised. Hmm. What if it's something like living that? dead that can't be or, cast on itself? It's yeah, just, it's just, you raise yeah you raise yeah. somebody with living dead on them, right? Like that's <laughs> your that problem the, now. Like well, oh, I can't fix this. You put a long <laughs> cooldown on that, and then that's still I almost like how do you not then have that as a must in all progression groups? Like I I yeah, don't know be, yeah I don't know if it would be a farm uh, a farm job, but it's like that would be a must job uh, to have as a part of that because you could be like oh no healer got it on you you're back baby. exactly you know because that's yeah. uh, and then oh man like honestly though I think. I would love to see something like that, especially if they ever do bring in hard four man progression dungeon system or something like that, because it's like, then mm-hmm. you would say, yep, you got somebody to, to get your healer back up so you guys can keep going. But man, right. And yeah, it'll become implied the that if we're getting hard four man, it's going to be an extension of the deep dungeon. It's not going to be modified yeah. dungeons. Right. Yeah. My hope for any kind of deep dungeon though, in that regards, not modifying the dungeons is just pull from the aesthetic of the dungeon itself. Like, uh, you know, it's like, hey, we're going to pull from this art palette and all of a sudden you're running, you know, like this boss brand or whatever, just like as a floor than anything else. And that, that's just where I'm like, I like the visual change. I like I li- that's one of the things I love about Deep Dungeon Heaven on High. Like, yes, they're mm-hmm. square boxes. OK, cool. Visually, there's the, like you get deeper and it, it brings in new music and it does different things. So it is continually serving that um like that flavor of the month you know the week it's just like yeah okay and then then if they could find a reason for me to kind of keep going back into it which they i'm forcing myself back into it and i'm having a blast mm-hmm. but yeah just put something out there just to keep uh keep going I, we spent enough time on that like a whole podcast could be dedicated to what's just the perfect what's the yeah reaper reaper yeah. and mid core <laughs> content um 
Okay, let's talk about the the summer before we move into our second second topic, though, because you know mm-hmm. we get the date November twenty third. Have you canceled Thanksgiving for, with your family? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, uh, mom, I can't go eat Thanksgiving with you unless I I've cleared the story. Uh, but no, I mean we usually do end up doing the story in like two or three days ish, and that's playing all day. So for the people that don't get the ability to play all day, then you're probably going to finish probably about where Thanksgiving is if you play about like four or five hours a day. So that's cutting it a little close. <laughs> but yeah, I ended up taking off for that. So it's like, ooh, I got like a good week and a half just to play it. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. It does uh, beg the question of what what's going to end up having with raids because... Mm-hmm. It's like two to four weeks, like two weeks after usually is normal mode. And then two weeks after that is savage. Right. And if that's what they end up doing, it's the week of Christmas. It's Christmas, baby. So. If you don't do that, it's New Year's. So like, there's no way to win it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, WoW I think released their expansion what... right, up, right up against Thanksgiving last year. And it is just a mess. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it made that mess. So, but then they decided not to release another patch ever again. And that solved it. Uh, so, uh, it, we have a lot of events this summer. How do you feel about like the 15 event coming back and we'll have the um, rising? I didn't see them mention the Halloween event. So they named yeah, everything that's going to happen. So there just won't be one where we just never Probably. doing those again. Cause we no, didn't get one last time. We right? didn't get one last time. We didn't. I forgot about that. Got canceled yeah. for COVID and then we just canceled this one for canceling. Yeah. Well, they could probably finish it. Right. Cause I would assume that we'll still still. Reaper seems it. appropriate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just release reaper for the yeah, for halloween yeah. oh my god that would be that would be amazing but no you just they be reaper have... for like an hour and then yeah you have to give it back up <laughs> happy halloween yeah they just like like release like a like a beta version that you could just like download a beta client and be able to just test out reaper yeah um i mean i'm okay without the halloween i, I usually really like the halloween events though so that's kind of sad yeah um rising is usually one of my favorites as well they usually end up doing like really cool clever things with the rising event so i'm excited for that and the 15 event i i did it so doesn't matter to me <laughs> but yeah i saw them breaking it down by month and then i was like well september's open uh but i'm excited yeah. for everybody else it's been one of the most requested to return events because there were a lot of people coming in at the time and they didn't know so like they were playing at the time but they didn't know that they needed to go do a quest on real quick and there's a lot of people who've come in since then um long time returners and stuff is we run the risk of being an mmo that can have two good back-to-back expansions which would be crazy i don't think you're entitled to that sort of thing um <laughs> uh-huh. and so like that's just saying it could be a lot worse than shadowbringers and still be good uh yeah so there's i think there's all of ours have been good quite a bit of room I mean, I like if I had to pick like out of the expansions, maybe my weakest one is Stormblood. But overall, like they've all been good, right? So yeah, we, we haven't have had a good a, track had record. A total dud. There's no yeah, no duds. We haven't. I yeah. I have come completely around on Stormblood with the introduction of Boja because oh, yeah. I felt that Stormblood was like, okay, all right, yeah, all right, things are getting up, and then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we got to go to another dimension. Hold up, and it literally like paused that story. And then we come back and it's like, okay, we handle that. All right. Oh yeah. There's a war going on. Let's get back into it. And I go that in and of itself, when you, when you take Boja and you, and you sandwich it into the Stormblood expansion, I was like, this is great. Like, that's what I felt like it was always building up to. Where's the conflict? Where's the war? Where's the Mm -hmm. storm of blood? And, uh, and we finally got it. And it's It's like, it's in Boja, (laughs) Boja, Boja. Um, and so that in and of itself, I thought was interesting. Do you have like a, like a, a strategy and plan, especially as like, you know, one of the things mm-hmm. that's always interesting that people might not know, but we know like you're a hardcore Raider, like you've done ultimate, <laughs> like that is something mm-hmm. that's really important. And ultimate being cut is obviously a, uh, a kick in the shins un- yeah. understandably, but at the same time, still like a bummer. What, how do you yeah. manage the summer? Like what's, what's the plan for, um... the, for raids? What's the plan for playing? Right. So I, I used to be like way more hardcore raider than I was. Um, I mean, I was never a world first raider or anything like that, because that's a whole other level, right? But I did. I have rated everything that has existed in the game, um, except for I haven't done T and I've done a little bit of uwu. But um, I mean, I probably wasn't going to really do any more ultimates. Like, I really just wanted to do Uka because it was like reliving the coil days. I was like, I re- like I miss coil so much. It was like one of my favorite raid tiers ever. And that's why I ended up doing Ukab. 
because I wanted to relive it. Um, similarly, uh, Thornton is one of my favorite primals ever. Mm-hmm. And so when they said that Thornton was going to be the new ultimate, I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to do this one. This, this, this is just too good. Uh, so a little disappointed that it's not coming out right now, but that's fine. Uh, it just gives me more time to wait for it. That's fine. Um, I mean, but between now and when the expansion comes out, I mean, we're still raiding. We're still progging because we're like, we're casual raiders. We just do one day a week. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we go weeks where we don't really do much of it at all. So, uh, we're actually on the third fight right now. So we've, we've still got a while. We're still good to go on that. Uh, we still got some content to do there. The lesson being, um, I guess, pace yourself, everybody. Like when yeah. Zadnor drops, like, you know, just, yeah, enjoy it. But don't like, you know, just no life. Oh, yeah. In, you know, I will do Relic for sure. I actually have to finish my current step. I'm on I'm on the previous Relic step. I'm on the one where I got to do 15 Delibrams. Uh, I'm, about to, I'm about to get there. I'm, I'm almost there. Yeah, it, oof, I, I've done five so far and it's it's feels like a little bit of a slog. But over, I like Delibrum. I just don't necessarily like doing it 15 times in a row. Right. So. The most I've done it in one day is six or seven. Oh my God. I, done, I do two and I'm like, I'm done. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm halfway through one of them and I'm done. So, uh, yeah. I've, I've done things where like uh, we bet with Chad on whether or not I'm going to die at all. And then like I play with one hand or I play zoomed into first person or I play mm. casting my abilities out of the spell book. Uh, that one's real hard. Uh, and so like, you just got, and people are like, you're really just starting to like, screw with this. Doesn't this affect other people? It's like, I want four tanking relics. That's 60 Deliberum runs. If they wanted me to take uh, all 60 seriously, it shouldn't have been 60. Like I, I'm, I'm going to be just in here on some of these. Yeah, no, you're fine. I think people <laughs> overestimate other people's ability to play the game. I'm sure you giving yourself those handicaps, you're ended up paying, playing better than half of the other people in the, in the raid. So <laughs> I think you're uh, I did a whole run without dying once with one hand. Yeah, so your DPS fine. was probably not great, but we're not allowed to have parsers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who's to, who's to no, say? Really no. Who's to say? Yeah. Who's yeah. to say? Tell me how much DPS I did. I dare you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, tell it to me in game. Tell, tell, whisper it to me. Whisper right. me. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Yeah, that's a loaded oh. question. And yeah. if anybody in party, like after you, like you're doing like farming extreme primals or something, and somebody goes in party chat, they're like, "Hey, anybody? What was what was I doing?" last run what was i parsing i just go like you, you can't get me yoshi p i know i know you're a game you can't nope not falling for it not falling for it one bit all right so that's good i think it's time we go ahead and move into our second topic we'll be focusing mm-hmm. here on final fantasy 14's summoner scholar changes what we want to see what larry wants to see uh, or, you know, all speculation. We had a recent interview. But before we do that, guys, if you're watching this as a highlight, Chris has a special charity event going on this Saturday at 8, a, uh, 8 p.m. Uh, Central Time. Uh, Chris, why don't you tell people about it? And then we'll dive into this topic. Uh, I'm going to be running my first time into Diamond Extreme and E9S, and we'll see if we get further, with Llama Todd. Uh, so I'll be co-streaming that over on our Twitch page, and we are raising money for the fight against cancer. So come hang out. Absolutely. Larry, what do you want to see for the summoner? Uh, you can you can uh, bake in scholar changes as well, um, but this is uh. a time for an expansion. Last time we got like full-on machinist rework, which... I think really kind of paved the way. Uh, people are really excited about it. I still enjoy it uh, coming off of the uh, media tour and even to this day. But you and I are, you know, like you you switch in and out. Like I switch in and out a little bit. But Summoner has mm-hmm. been something that I've been taking since 2.0. Um, and I haven't played it much this uh, this whole expansion based off his changes. Yoshi P has recently had an interview with Mr. Happy and it talked about Eggy yeah. Glamour's. And the potential for the summoner kind of hitting their theoretical max and them having to re- like reconsider certain things about it. So obviously pure speculation from people who do not know what Yoshi P is doing or the team's doing to summoner. But Larry, what would you like to see with uh, with the summoner in Endwalker? Maybe I do know what Yoshi P is doing. I, <laughs> I might have a phone in my office that's directly tied to Yoshi P. It's a so red I, line. I might actually know. Brian has a... When you donate bits on our stream, there's different like gifs that play, and there's one that Brian says, "Hey, for you supporting our channel, I'm going to give you Male Vieira." Uh, <laughs> that means that means yeah. <laughs> who oh, knew wow. it was that easy? Who knew you guys <laughs> wow. you guys donated enough 
and yeah. uh, and and Thanks wish granted. What's the next thing? What what next? What what next wish of this this genie grant? <laughs> uh, I would have said egg glamours, but now I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have been like put put in the good word for the egg glamours. Um, I mean, really, I'm not surprised whatsoever that there's going to be another summoner overhaul because you know people ask me all the time. They're like, Larry, how do you how do you manage to main the same job for what is it, eight years now since our own born or mm-hmm. whatever it is, like two years per expansion. How, how are you still maining Summoner that whole time? And I go, well, it's easy. Every expansion is just a brand new job anyway. So I get something new every time. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm i not surprised whatsoever that there's going to be another <laughs> Summoner rework. <laughs> I was expecting it. Um, but yeah, I mean, what I wanted initially was just getting rid of Eggies altogether and yeah. just moving more over to what the how the demi summon system works. Because I feel like the demi summons are a little bit different than how the other jobs have like their summons. Mm-hmm. You know, for instance, like Dark Knight with Frey, uh, Machinist with their mech. Like both of those are kind of just push the button and they get summoned and you set it and forget it. Whereas Summoner the demi summon comes out and your abilities get augmented you you doing things will affect the demi summon attacking you can uh give the demi summon commands you know like it's a little bit different and so they end up working just way better and they look way cooler than what the eggies look like right yes. so right off the bat i was like i just want full on just demi summons and that's it yeah right so after that interview with mr happy and him saying well we put the eggy glamours on hold right yeah. it's kind of like Oh, were you actually doing that then? Because hmm. I had asked him this at when we were at the media tour when uh, when we when they revealed that Summoner was going to have the Phoenix Demi Summon, right? So my question was like, okay, so now that we have Phoenix and we have two Demi Summons now, does is this the reason why we haven't had Eggy Glamours? Like, is this the reason? Are we moving more towards having Demi Summons now instead? Mm-hmm. And his response immediately, he was just like, first of all, Eggy Glamours have nothing to do with Demi Summons. And I was like, oh, I've made Yoshi P angry. <laughs> so... But it ended up being like something like that, probably. So, I mean, I, what I would like is maybe kind of something similar to what Reaper is doing, like for the old Eggy attacks. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to do, for instance, like uh, the summon the Garuda AOE, like you would still have that button, but a Garuda would just pop up behind you, do the cast, and then go away, or something like that. Like it, it, it just it just becomes baked into your animations instead of always having an Eggy out instead. So I feel like that would work out better because then you don't got to worry about wonky pet AI as much. Um, And I think that would kind of just completely solve that issue. There's going to be wonky pet AI with Demi summons anyways, though. So it's just, it's just baked into the job. Maybe like, you know, obviously just fan theory here. And we, you know, I was hoping that we would see something about maybe like the limited job Beastmaster. And when it comes down mm-hmm. to let's say we ever do get something like that or even a puppet master, in my mind, the back end, the code behind is them reworking pets, right? Because if you're, we, you know, like, hey, we, we had to create like a real full on pet system if we ever introduce either of those two, even in their limited form, that it could prove to be beneficial throughout the core game. Because Yoshi P, when we talked to him, he said, you know, he they rewrote the whole Chocobo companion system. Uh, mm-hmm. from the ground up and that rolled out in a, in a patch and it wasn't even a patch note like they don't sit here and say hey like but yeah and and nobody like you know from the like, yeah point three to point four was like oh yeah like i can tell like no 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 like but they had to because they had to replace some of that core design so they could get to where they want to go uh and that's a, that's you know you you and me both programmers we live in that world rework is not the mm-hmm. most exciting work and and if you you know it, it it sucks but sometimes it just has to happen you know like well yeah. we, you know, knowing what we know 10 years later oh man like we really need to kind of rethink how this this uh system over here is actually designed um yeah but, but beyond that aspect like I, I i agree with you like the demi summons are cool and where you have the like they it's kind of the point where the fact that they don't even take damage titan doesn't even tank anymore and mm-hmm. it's like he can't, you know, he can't tank for you. That's one of the things I enjoyed about playing it just solo. It's like having my Chocobo, have my Titan, and I'm, you know, going out and we're like just, you were a whole party. I was a whole team, <laughs> like out in the open world. I was like summoner one man wrecking squad. But 
Um, yeah. What I want to see is like I was like I, I've debated on this, and I think if you you could actually in my mind keep Carbuncle and just let the summoner have the Carbuncle pet, and the Carbunk uh, Carbunky does what they want, you know that you know uh-huh. they do their thing, and then they evolve into that demo. Demi summon just like you said, and we're just like with Ifrit, Gruda, or whoever you choose, because I I still would love to see more choice. We've gotten so many primals, it'd be great to have them all in that demi form, and then essentially like with Phoenix, it actually alters your skills. Like okay, your Gruda now like okay yeah Gruda's out, and you have and she's out for okay your AOE rotation or whatever, and now your skills are all win based. Uh, I don't know, like, right? But but exactly yes. that because. One of the things that I loved about when, when Phoenix comes out, Phoenix actually changes your skills. Bahamut doesn't. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I think what if your summon impacted your summoner? And I think that would be something that I would really love to kind of play around with. And then if they do, like, let's say there's still like three or four, because at some point you can't just sit here and say, now you have three demi summons plus your. Yeah, you pet. can't. You can't. Right. Yeah. They got to change how it works somehow. Like maybe like interim demi summons or something like it, some something has to change in that way. But yeah, like for sure, Baha- like I could almost guarantee that we're gonna get something like that with Bahamut, where it's mm-hmm. gonna alter your like because that's such an easy thing to do that isn't gonna change your kit all that much. Yeah, like it's just gonna like new skills that you'll unlock while you have Bahamut out, right? Like your ruin will become Mega Flare or something, right? So yeah, something like that, and that's just like. It doesn't change your rotation at all, right? I mean, actually, the Phoenix one does a little bit. A little bit. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't substantially change your rotation, and it just adds so much flavor, and it just makes you feel cool because that—that's what they've said. They were—they were like, "We want every job to have the part that makes you feel cool, just like Paladin wings, like the the wings behind the Paladin. They want every job to have something like that." And I think Summoner has that with both Bahamut and Phoenix, right? Like, that's the part that I love that makes me feel cool while I'm playing Summoner. So just make it even cooler, mm-hmm. right? And then, yeah, I, I like incorporating more summons, like some kind of, like, they could do choice in the way of just cosmetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the only way that they realistically could do it. Because if there's choice and they actually are functionally different, there isn't really a choice. There's one that's correct. Right. So, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, I, I am a little sad about losing Titan overall, like as like a tanking pet. I didn't really use him much, really. And ever since after Heavensward, because in when Stormblood came out, I mean, yeah, you still had Titan and Titan could still tank, but realistically, you couldn't because he would become Bahamut. So he would just go away. So we right. actually have lost Titan tanking ability since Heavensward. Mm-hmm. So we've been, that's been gone for a long time, actually. Right. Um, but like, it, it did allow you to do like those solo things of like going into like extreme primals and being able to like you could like solo Garuda extreme back in Heaven's Word with Summoner, so it it, it let you do cool stuff. But what I envy yeah. about Summoner as a non-Summoner is is the cosmetics of it, like that ability, the idea that you could swap in other summons, um, because this game doesn't really have like upgraded spells like as a warrior main like i don't have a way to like change the color of my fell cleave and make it some like awesome thing like there's so much personality available through that like oh well we'll just make the summon do the same thing but be a different summon and then the question becomes how do you unlock that and it's like oh well you unlock that by beating extreme solo 10 times like you could have this almost like masked carnival like let's let summoners go dive down their own progression and i can just tell you like that's the sort of thing where as a warrior main i would go that's that seems unfair (laughs) uh like like when you were saying reaper was so cool it's like that would be the sort of thing where then summoner would be like well screw you like we'll be over here with just our one version of abilities exactly which is what the eggy glamour system initially was gonna be like i thought was it'll have all these eggy glamours that you can unlock by doing content and i think they actually said that almost verbatim was it would be (laughs) stuff that you could unlock Right. And I was like, this that would be so cool and almost so unfair to every other job because you have customization in the way your abilities look. Right. So I don't know. It, it time will tell what that, but that's also what I am hoping is that they just completely get rid of eggies and that they go more into the cosmetic way of doing your skills and, and altering your skills. Like, right, you go mm-hmm. into a Garuda stance and now you have all wind-based attacks, right? Instead of just ruin, right? That would so, avoid skill bloat, right? Because then each yeah. expansion you, you can add more summons, different primals, Boom. and you don't actually increase the number of abilities on the bar. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you don't that, take it, and you don't. Stuff. So then you don't have to prune because the problem with pruning is it makes all the new players 
it just makes like the one to 50 grind worse and worse. If like, if you take yeah. something, if you take like a level 40 ability away to give us a level 95 ability, then mm -hmm. like the little 95 players are like, what are you complaining about? Like, it's fine. And then like somebody new to the game is like, I have one button left on the bar. Like, like I have, yeah. I have one button until level 50 because you guys kept taking them away. Exactly. <laughs> Which the Phoenix one did it so well because it actually, not only does it augment your abilities, you change what you do, albeit yeah. it's one button extra, but you change what you do. Right. You're like you go into a Phoenix mode and you feel different while you're in Phoenix because mm -hmm. you have to do one, two, one, two. Right. It's just doing one, two, one, two, but it feels different. So that's what I want it to be. You go into a demi summon and you feel different depending which demi summon you're in. That would be perfect. And just I, I, I never would leave summoner anyway, but I would super never leave it. I would <laughs> I would have even more reason to never play anything else if it was like that. I mean, Enochian drastically changes Black Mage yes so like you, you can just four. add one like so, so if they had added one ability hopefully it's something like that where it's like mm -hmm. that changes literally everything yeah right <laughs> you know so hopefully we're not adding two three four buttons to the bar to some of these jobs we'll have to see how all the job changes shake out but hard changes are actually like really hard on people that are late to the game when you're mm -hmm. like well i want to learn the job as i go and it's like oh what are you playing well i'm playing like bard and so i'm level 50 right now and i'm really trying to learn well, that's gonna change oh well i was <laughs> yeah. thinking about playing black mage well that's gonna change that's so, super like, changes. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole just way ignore, ignore it like if you're somebody who has trouble getting old information out of your head to learn new information maybe don't read your tool tips like this is just gonna confuse you later <laughs> uh, because it does some of these jobs change that much as opposed to some jobs feel very like like it's just yeah. an iteration on where i was the overall concept would stay the same, but sometimes even the concept changes. But like for Black Mage, like your overall concept is the same. You want to fire phase yeah. for damage, ice to, ice, ice to go back up, right? It's like, okay, I'll follow that. And then, but it changes so much. That how do I do that? Different. Totally right. different. How do you do it? Exactly. <laughs> totally different. I think mm -hmm. yeah, outside of like Summoner though, like one of the things I want to see, I love to see them bring back Burst for Black Mages. It's a... Well, it's a mm -hmm. 1.0 ancient magic spell. So we they took that away. It's lightning based. And essentially it was the, like if you have flare for fire, yeah, freeze for ice. Burst was the was the thunder based uh, ancient magic. And they've introduced all this other, ancient, uh, all this other like black magic. And I'm we like, where's- a spell called burst. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, I, if you're asking me like, well, what's the next wish that I would like to grant? I'd like to, uh, if you guys donate enough bits, I will make sure they fix the naming, <laughs> the spell naming stuff here in this game. Like it drives- Fyraga? Fi Brian yeah, can exactly. give us Fyraga. Uh, here's Fyraga. <laughs> well, especially in terms of like single target versus AOE, it drives me nuts because there is no consistency in spell naming. It's like- yeah. if, if you just base it off of Black Mage to start, all right, fire one, single target, fire two, AOE, fire three, single target, fire four, single target. Yeah. Like, okay, all right. And then it's like, okay, Blizzard one, single target, Blizzard two, multi-target. It's like, okay, yeah, okay, evens. And are then Thunder, don't even get started on Thunder. And it's like, you son of a gun. And it's like, I'd love to see them just sitting here. And they have, like, and I've said this and people are like, but in the lore, in one of the, in the library, it says the they had this naming thing. Mm -hmm. okay go and say y'all got it wrong like just sit here like we had a new convenience of the council and said if it's single target you can have it numbered if it's multi-target added a good no, the male yeah. seahorses do have the babies <laughs> yeah oh my god let's go change your mind let's it also go. makes it, it makes it difficult for new people too because they get fire one they're like okay this is my spam spell fire two oh that's my new spam spell fire three that's my new, new spam, spam spell. spell don't do that yeah <laughs> right oh so. dude anyway like so yeah i would I'd love to see them kind of revisit that. And I think that will be another question I have for Yoshifi. Can you please just read the spells? Yeah. Get us Sorry, buddy. I don't think they're going to do never, that. <laughs> never. No, but it'll be my new, I'll be my new Twitter campaign after we get it okay. finally on Xbox in 2025. It's like, yes. Okay. One can not going to have that either. <laughs> not even 2025. No. <laughs> uh, if it comes to GeForce now, I'll be completely happy. I I'll be really satisfied if they bring it to that, but. Mm -hmm. one day at a time all right um i think we've uh we've beaten the summer uh in, into the ground enough in this case um let's shift to our third and final topic building a game impact on gaming expectations uh larry you've uh, made it public that you've been working on this game behind the scenes can't i cannot wish yeah. you enough luck i'm rooting for you as a fellow uh, uh programmer myself um but chris before we dive into this topic uh, being that this is a highlight what do you have coming up we got a little charity event coming up this saturday why don't you tell people about it 
So this Saturday at 8 p.m. CST, the uh, the Faye Temperance Discord and, and others have been organizing uh, charity events where veteran players drag players that don't know what they're doing through clears um, as a form of raising money for charity. Kind of like, like a walkathon is how uh, is the closest parallel I've seen where like, you know, people agree to walk and people pledge like, hey, if, if they walk this far, like I'll donate money. And so uh, Lama Todd said, hey, I need somebody that doesn't know what they're doing to drag through Diamond Extreme and some Savage. And that's this guy. All right. When's that going down? Uh, Saturday, 8 p.m. CST, 9 p.m. Lama Todd time. <laughs> Lama Todd time. Those, those East Coasters. <laughs> and it's, uh, I think it's benefiting Stand Up to Cancer uh, as mm -hmm. the charity. So, guys, uh, be sure to tune in, help out, cheer Chris on. Maybe we'll get some more clears chris has actually been doing some uh uh minimum eye level challenges uh on oh, wow. on tank so he's uh he's becoming a raiders guy so it'll be interesting to see how that plays i mean out. i'm not getting clears but yes we are attempting <laughs> minimum item that's that's rating that's, that's rating <laughs> got it yeah hey we, we made three, three, three percent prog baby three percent people came prog. in they're like so what do you get for doing this on a minimum eye level without no without echo nothing 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 so even if you do succeed yeah nothing like there's 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 no value here <laughs> we're just doing it to do it mm -hmm. larry one <laughs> having of, a good time larry one of the things that obviously mm -hmm. when we see within gaming gaming culture is obviously the the friction between development expectations and gamers expectations and uh you're stepping into the world of game development i'm curious has it changed your viewpoint of both the 14 development team but as well as just oh when when somebody says that's going to be easy. Do you have any kind of like immediate going? Uh, like, how do you feel? Right. Um, I mean, before I started doing this, I mean, I, I guess I always had that kind of viewpoint of, I'm sure it's not as easy as you think it is. Right. Cause I mean, before I started working on game stuff, I also was programming before that. And, before that, I just kind of like, you know, knowing computers and stuff, right? So I always just had that inclination. And I'm sure a lot of people do too, is just, you think you're like, oh, you can just, you know, add an eggy glamour. You can just change the way it looks. But no, it's not that simple, right? So it, I always felt that way. But after actually working on a game that I'm doing right now, I'm building it in the Unity engine. Uh, it's even substantially more work than even that. And I'm just by myself. I can, I control everything. I can, I can just say, Oh, I want to do this. Okay. Yeah, I'll do it. Right. Right. It's not the same thing on a team where you have many, many dozens and dozens of people in, all in each different, completely different, uh, setting and all different teams and they all have to communicate with each other about what they're going to do like one thing that you're working on can affect somebody else's work completely and mm -hmm. and that can completely throw away something that they just spent months on because you changed something right so it, it's even more than what you think it is <laughs> really so i mean it, a lot of the time when i see those kinds of requests now it's it really just gets to you of like oh man you just you think it's you think this thing that you can add is so simple, but it's really not. <laughs> I think when uh, for me when I when I've built a few hand you know because a single play you know just single me only team, but I've worked on big teams with developers and things like that. When it comes down to gaming, that has given me an appreciation uh, and the realization that I don't think games really should exist. There, like, there is some miracle of human nature that brings them about because. Like, like working on teams, just trying to like make a change, like the committees and like the, the people that the stakeholders that are involved in the conversations to the point where it's like, how, how do people make what we're watching right now? Like the fact yes. just, it is a sheer function of will driven usually by one, if not a handful of like key people who will this into existence through great pain and just like. Why do you want to have a guy in a purple cloth? Like how, how many meetings involved to go through the staging of what this is going to entail? Like, and the fact that that mm -hmm. still gets done and the just 300, I think when, uh, I don't know the current size of the 14 development team, but I have to bet that it's like, it's, it's not like you're talking about like five people get into a room. It's like, okay, we've got squads of people. And then you think of yes, other 300 teams. employees when Yoshi P took over. That's yeah. the number he referenced in his, uh, in the closing statements. Yeah, so it's hundreds, hundreds. To, to some so hundreds. hundreds of something, hundreds <laughs> right? of something. That's why I think whenever and I hear Genshin Impact and Fortnite, when you look at their revenue and you look at Final Fantasy fourteen revenue, 
what kind of company makes a game like this? Like, this is so much work and can fail so hard. And it's like, yeah, but these other teams, they put it out on the phone and they made like way more money and way less time. Yeah. Well, we should just do that. That seems way better. See, then uh, passion comes into play, right? Yeah. Yeah, like you could just be like, oh, I'll just make a mobile game that's, you know, you pay to win and I'll just make a mobile game that has a whole bunch of gotcha and make infinite money, right? I'll just print money. Well, but yeah maybe your passion is a storytelling game and so that's what that's what ends up happening i mean getting into game development is like the very first beginning of you getting into it you're like game development's fun making a game is super fun and then everything else after that is how does any video game ever get made ever like how, how does anybody finish one of these things it's just it's ridiculous you have to like when you're making your own like especially when you're by yourself but even as a team i'm sure this is the case you have an idea of like like uh, of everything, all these features that you want to do, right? Mm -hmm. Like, say, uh, I want there to be, I want there to be ten levels. I want a boss in each one. I want uh, skill branching trees. I want blah 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 blah. Right? I want all these things. Yeah, take that idea and cut it to like twenty five percent of that, and then maybe you can finish. Right? You got to cut out like so much of what you actually, what your vision actually is, to be able to even finish the game whatsoever. So I'm sure that's even the case with a team as well, because it, it's just it just scales from there. <laughs> Do you feel that's the same with content creation? Like that where you started when you first wanted to upload a video and where you are now that there's such mm. a big delta? Um, with, no, with content creation, I don't think it's the same because I like you could just make more videos. You just make more. <laughs> yeah, I think you could just make I'm just wondering more. how you compare those scales. Like, is that? Yeah, because um, you've, you've you've clearly you're having success in both, and so those are two things people kind of know you for, right? Um, I mean, yeah, I like with videos, it's kind of the, the opposite. Like, I could just work more and get more videos done. With a game, I could work more and maybe not get it done, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so depressing. Yeah, that's so depressing. You that's what I get concerned about when they, these games get developed, and we see like, you know, like Halo Infinite, where we just see like. They spent $500 million and then the launch date came and they're like, yeah, we're going to need more time. Yeah. Like, How much more time? We don't know. Like 10 years. Directors <laughs> got to leave. I don't know. And you have to wonder, like, when it gets to a certain length, have they, like, are we really always just looking at the last two to three years? And mm -hmm. if the game runs longer than that, that's just representative of how much was deleted. Like, is there really yeah. things still in the game that have it been could. there the whole 10 years? Like, how much... How efficient is it when we see these games that get worked on for a decade or a decade and a half? Uh, I feel like a lot of those do run into a lot of problems, like Take 15, for example. Like they, mm -hmm. they gutted it and remade it a bunch of times, right? So I'm yeah. sure that happens a lot. Um, but companies over time would get more and more efficient of guessing this stuff, right? Like you got to guesstimate how much time something is going to take and you have to guesstimate like what you can even realistically allow yourself to do for instance with 14 they were going to have six city states in 2.0 yeah. i right? know yes. cut take your idea this is your idea <laughs> cut it in half <laughs> just cut take half of it out and then you can maybe finish it right and that's what they had to do they were under a, a time constraint they could not make six city states right it's the same thing it, I, it took them another decade to get all six in because yeah. we're getting in the sixth one finally in this and it's like Oh man, how insane would that have been if that had launched with that? Yeah, you know? it, had to change the, it had to change the story too, right? Because mm -hmm. like, wasn't one one of them was going to be Charlie, and another one yeah, was going to be, be new Charlie, but it's way older now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ten years old. <laughs> ten years old. It's not new. There's the whole new Charlie. <laughs> It's used up Charland. Uh, yeah. Well, what it, was another one? Yeah. Like, was Kugane gonna be one? Alamingo. Alamingo was gonna be one. That would have been completely different. Ishgard, story if Ishgard and Char Charland. So you think of the three that we have. Ishgard, we had to build it. They couldn't yeah. even do it. Yeah. So yeah, there's the six. So Doma and Kugane and the Crystarium and all this other stuff is just like that's just fluff. <laughs> that right. wasn't even a part of the original vision. Um, and yeah, six starting cities. And then essentially, like, the fact that, like, Charlene has been so mentioned, so influential, people keep coming from that city, and it's always like, all right, we ever going to go there? Turns out, we are now. And uh, and yeah. that's just, that's really exciting to see. The um, I think of nothing else, like, when you talk about the, the development side of it, is that even Microsoft misses. Like, every study, like, that they've done, it's like, what was originally thought was the quote, and then what it ends up being. Like, even teams that have 
like crazy amounts of money, resources, and experience. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, no, we thought it was gonna be this. Turns out we were way off. Like, okay, yeah, yeah it, that that took a little bit. That took a left turn somewhere down the line. Um, in and that bugs regard. too. Mm-hmm. Bugs, forget about it. <laughs> like that's just bugs are like an extra like unknown time sink, right? And and now when I encounter bugs that I'm working on, I'm like, you know what, I. I'm just going to leave that for now. It's fine. If, if somebody finds that, it's okay. Um, you know, Cyberpunk came out and that ha- that had bugs. And that was a AAA game. Yeah. So yeah. if my game can have bugs, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, you just, sorry, Elder Scrolls yeah. has bugs. Yeah. Guys, bugs make great games. Like, people love yeah. bugs, right? You love you love your bugs? Especially Sky if it like, makes you really powerful. Like, this bug makes me go equip four weapons. Yeah, yeah. I love that That's one. That's a feature. That's a feature. <laughs> I would like to actually have, like, some, like, per- like bugs that are purposely left in there that are just, like, fun. Like, you discover this bug and it just makes your head, like, five times big, right? Like, yeah. that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a fun little thing to discover. Yeah. Oh, hands down, dude. Like, I think I, I can definitely appreciate that in and of itself. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I wish you luck on, on, uh, on your game. I'm looking forward Thank to when it gets, it's it, it it will be a milestone. It honestly inspires me if I wasn't like if I didn't have so many hands yeah, in the fire. I'd be like, I can't All right. imagine. Oh yeah, it's I plugged it's away. a lot I've, more work. Can't imagine. I've got it's a lot more work. Picked, I've never picked a career where I can't just go. Well, if I just do more of it, it'll be more than I started with. Like I've yeah. never picked a career where it's like, all right, let me pick something where I can also walk backward when I get up in the morning. Like I <laughs> yeah. could t- I could end today further from my goal than yesterday oh dude that happens that's that almost that is every not day. i've tried a number of industries every single one of them forward progress is a guarantee it doesn't have to be better progress but it's forward progress uh-huh well maybe you could think of it as forward progress in that you learn something mm-hmm. <laughs> but in the actual like like of getting the thing done no it was backwards progress yeah we had to delete like, those classes and now we are here and we're rethinking well, this whole thing thank you devs thank you devs yeah. for doing something i don't want to do yeah. I don't envy your job. I don't envy GMs or community teams. That's a hard job. Mm-hmm. We are more yes, than willing is. to tell them when they're wrong. And <laughs> when they're right, we never say anything. Uh, <laughs> that's like being in lost luggage. Your best day is when nobody talks to you. Like that sounds, <laughs> that sounds hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that has brought us to the end of our show uh, for this time. Uh, it flies, time flies with Larry. Thank you so much for uh, jumping yeah. in here with us on a, on a fun Wednesday. I was just like, man, you said you were free. I was like, all right, we got to talk. We got to talk go. about Endwalker. We got to talk about Summoner. And then uh, keep us up to date, as always, on your game progress. Uh, uh, where can people find you? Uh, what do you got coming up that you want to share? Floor is yours. Mm. Um, well, I'm Larry Zorn Everything on YouTube and uh, Twitter. That's mostly where I'm active. So you could find me there. Um, I, I, I don't like setting dates and disappointing, but I'm trying to get a trailer out in the next two months. So that's what I'm aiming for. There we go. November so, 19th. Maybe, yeah. Hey, I could aim for that. I, I feel comfortable 19th. with that. Yeah. <laughs> but sooner If you're than playing that, Endwalker, he's got a trailer out there. Yeah, I'm working on that. So maybe there will be one. Uh, that that's what I'm working on behind the scenes. So very nice. Yeah. Very thank nice. you guys so much for having me. It's always a blast, dude. So thank thank you. you, Chris. What do we got coming up? What do you uh, floor is yours, man? Uh, I mean, we're streaming five days a week, and this week we got charity stream on Saturday. Uh, so that's going to be day eleven in a row because FanFest made the schedule go crazy. And uh, I post to gaming, kinda, kinda, and work to games being consistent and. Brian's, um, you know, will know that uh, they've decided to have another kid when he spins up yet another channel. So I think he's at one per child. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll see. You never know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just working on it. I'm going to get yeah. Maddie starting helping me out, like doing some farming and games. Like, hey, I need to get some gill. So start farming, John. You want to play some video I games start- with that? I started yeah. a channel to talk about kind of my thoughts about like games versus politics. Dude, huge congratulations, boy, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good time. Speaking of which, I do have a new channel. Uh, it's called Prime University. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and it's a girl. 
<laughs> Elizabeth was born, yes. So we have Prime University. We also have a parent's guide for games. So that's where you can kind of find me. I'm working on getting both of those to a uh, thousand subscribers. So if you guys are ever watching live, you can use the command university or the command Brian to find the different content and channels that I'm working mm. on. So no joke, uh, more content, more channels. In fact, actually I have been thinking of a new channel that I won't ever talk about because it has nothing to do with video games, but I'm looking forward to kind of spinning it up. It is not tied to having another child where right now we're still uh, it's time no. to how to come up with a name for starting a YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> channel about channel. starting channels. Channels about starting channels as a subception there. All right, guys, that's going to wrap us up for this show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, if you're here with us live on Ginger uh, Gamer Dershifer, uh, Ginger mm -hmm. Gaming Radio, uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button, that like button. That's what we do here. That's the kind of content you'll find. But for Work to Game, for Ginger Gaming Radio, my name is Brian. Thanks so much for watching. Hopefully, you have a fantastic day. We hope to see you on our next one. But until then, take care. That was a beautiful outro. What? I hope I didn't Thank ruin you. it. Oh, you did not at all. I don't <laughs> <Okay>. care. <laughs>